Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, Izzy. You're discussing turning the heating off in LA. What's going on? Is it a cold no, winter? No. So I was going to say to you, what we don't appreciate about London, something gorgeous and glorious about London, I'm realizing, is the heating in the house. Is the fact that like the houses are built for the cold, so the houses stay really warm, and in winter you just turn the heating on because you're freezing and you're allowed to. Whereas here it's similar to like Australia and New Zealand, where the houses are built for hot climate Mm. so in winter it's actually cold you know when you like get out of the shower in australia or new zealand and you're chilly yeah that's similar to here i didn't know la even got like that well it's well it's like right now outside sunny blue skies and if i was outside i'd be i'd have a t-shirt on but inside Mm. the the houses are like wooden floors and really just like kind of old and you sort of need to put the heating on a bit in winter. Understood. Say no more. Um, <laughs> but it was pouring with rain for the first two weeks of me living here. And I was sad and confused. And like literal, I think the president, so I was talking to someone about it on the weekend. And I was just like, surely this was, I haven't looked, but surely this was on the news. And he was just like, the president declared California in a state of emergency. <laughs> Because it was raining so much here. And because the houses in the hills and stuff, like this girl I know lives in a house in the hills and she was putting on her close friends that the entire house flooded and then she was pressing against the wall and the wall was mush. That's crazy. This the, These like extreme weather conditions. So I'm on the south coast of New South Wales driving. She's driving. She's got her L plates on. Oh, my God. Be, uh, look out, world. And <laughs> these roads I'm driving on are, like, littered with potholes, like, as in huge craters that would, like, fucking send me airborne if I drove over one. And I was just asking how it's possible in this day and age for there to be such huge potholes all over these roads. And basically the potholes came because it just rained in New South Wales for, like, two years. And they, whenever mm. they try to fill them up, it would rain and, and scoop it up again. And it's still been raining. So they literally cannot fix these holes in the ground until there's a stretch with no rain. And it's just not happening. It's just these crazy things. 
We thought climate change, I thought climate change was going to be really hot. Yeah. And now I'm getting a shock. Yeah, it's extreme in both directions. And even Zach's mum. like that. Zach's mum was saying how back in the day you would like pack away your winter clothes and put them, you know, vac pack them and put them away and you just wear your summer clothes. And now we can't do that anymore because it's, it's so inconsistent. Yeah, very confusing. It's been like quite funny seeing LA people in the rain here though. <laughs> like it rains a tiny bit and they all have gumboots on, these huge <laughs> jackets and no one's on the roads because they're all confused. Our hunter boots, you can finally wear them. Yes. Well, they fucking got lost with all my baggage. I, I keep remembering Grace like different things every day. It's brought me so much woe. I think like a cloak of sadness has been over me since I found out your bag went missing. Well, also I just called American Airlines again today because I've heard nothing back and they were like, we didn't get your form. And I was like, but I called you guys after I submitted the form to check that you got the form and you said you did get the form. And they were like, there's no form. There's no form. So Everyone's given so up on their jobs. Killed them. I feel. Society's on the brink. I need the American Airlines staff to stop quiet quitting till I get my fucking clothes back. You need to pull out the I'm a journalist card. Um, I was just saying to you off air that I... Oh, I know I'm just going to offend so many people and I'm probably going to offend my friend whose dog I'm looking after. But I don't know. I'm just... Sometimes dogs are a bit much. I don't, I wasn't going to, I was going to say, I don't know if I like dogs, but I do like dogs. I love all animals, but they're just quite intense. They're very needy. They're just always around. Very needy. They're very like unpredictable. They, when you start playing with them, they get crazy and they can't calm down and they just get really hyper and start biting you and you scream. And then last night there was this dog downstairs at the apartment downstairs. So this cute little dog that I'm looking after was outside playing with it and then both the dogs run inside when I was in bed about to go to sleep jump on top of me with their muddy paws all over me and uh, all over the bed and all over the mat and all over the couch yeah they're too silly and they're too excitable they just go nuts and they like everybody whereas cats you have to work for it which is sexier I do think temperamentally I would prefer a cat but I'm so scared of being scratched I think when I think about it that's actually the core reason I'll never get a cat yeah. All the scratches on your arms. No, thank you. Terrifying. I know. But I did it, did it to myself playing, <laughs> playing silly games. <laughs> Being a silly girl. Speaking of silly, silly billies. So last week in the Patreon episode, we did a deep dive on Spare. So if you want to hear all our thoughts on the book, which we sped read and were told later that you can listen to Audible at 1.5 speed, which we absolutely needed. I like knew that somewhere deep in my brain, obviously, you can just do that with, with stuff. And I wish, I wish, I wish I'd done that. Um, me too. But there's been a bit more fallout from Spare this week. I just can't stop consuming it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm addicted to the royal family. Not proud of it. I know. Someone said less royals, more real housewives. Ah, well... <laughs> Can fine. Have both? A fine I'll pivot. pivot. <laughs> yeah, Lisa Rinna left. Slash I know, sad. Fired. Anyway, yeah, Harry, silly Harry. The tide is like turning against Harry because he just can't stop talking. And he basically did an interview with the Times. This is like the funniest, most recent thing. He did an interview with the Times where he basically said that he had more than enough material and spare for two books, that he cut out all the juiciest stuff, and that he's got a second book coming out as part of his two-book deal with Penguin, and it's, like, in the works. They've already written a bunch of it. 
my god and basically said that he wants the royal family to reach out and apologize and do a public apology and invite him and meg to the coronation and people have basically taken the way he said it as a threat of like i have all this stuff i'll drop it'll get way worse if you don't meet my demands and i think he is blackmailing the royals poor stupid charles (laughs) hmm I think he wants to be back in. I think he misses it. I think he realizes he's only, like, interesting with the proximity. Maybe, but maybe it's also just, I don't know, maybe I'm looking at this from a very sincere, earnest point of view, but maybe he just, like, wants his family to actually finally sit down and listen. Yeah. And this is the only way he can think of doing that, but... But, I mean, it does sound a lot like blackmail. I don't think he realizes he's blackmailing them. I just think <laughs> I just think he doesn't he doesn't seem to understand like eighty percent of what's going on. The fact that he doesn't get that they're mad, why they're mad is crazy. I'm quite surprised they haven't released a statement or said anything. They've just kept their heads down. I think it's there was so much about Harry's penis in it. Yeah, that's what I mean with the tide is turning, like the oscillating. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and like the Elizabeth Arden cream that smelled like his mom rubbing it on his penis and saying it felt like she was in the room. Like it's it's so insane. That's like the biggest takeaway of everyone on TikTok. I just feel like everyone thinks he's a bit of a joke. <laughs> Jardin. Yeah. Jardin Prince. Do you know um, someone DM'd us about who the older woman who oh. mounted him was? <laughs> <laughs> and she's famous, obviously. Who is she? Piv, it rhymes with Piv Pearly. I don't even know who that is. Oh my god, Liz Hurley. Oh my god, Piv Pearly. Obviously, <laughs> Piv Pearly. Piv isn't even right. Piv Pearly. Piv Pearly. Um, fuck off. Yeah, because obviously it's not just going to be, like, any random older woman. This makes complete sense. I just think framing her as an older woman when he would have been – I guess she's older than him, but she wouldn't have been – Yeah, but how old was he when he lost his virginity? Because if he was, like, 16 or 17, then someone who's 30, which I'm, like, just guessing that would be the age gap, is older. Yeah. We're older. We are old. (laughs) I cannot – that is a wild tale. I don't know if it's true. She's 17 years older than him. Yuck. Imagine having sex with a teenager. That's so disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Men do it all the time. <laughs> I know, but it's gross when they do it too. Imagine taking yes. a teenage Harry like out the back of a fucking barn and riding him like a stallion. That makes me want to throw up. It was obviously her. <laughs> Now that I know, I can't unsee it. Her grubby mitts are all over this. I can't believe her. She's got such a track record. Hugh Grant at his Mm. prime. Yep. Can't remember anyone else. Hugh Grant at his prime, that iconic Versace pin dress. Yeah. And Harry, Prince Harry. She's so special. I want her on the pod and she's like really smart as well. She's smart dumb. Is she Mm -hmm. love? Like what Megan Fox tries to... Say she Megan is. Fox is dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and Megan Markle is dumb smart. Or maybe Prince Harry is dumb smart, but you think they're intelligent and then the more they talk, you're a bit like, oh. <laughs> I'm so confused about which way they, these words are supposed to go around, but yeah, I understand the, the concept. I understand the concept. Yeah. Yeah, so what else has been happening? People have been 
people have been rallying against Prince Harry on TikTok, making a joke out of him. Just making fun of him more than caring. I just think like the earnest onside people, all the like, love and support he got from Netflix, this book was just too soon. So I feel like they've kind of killed out the goodwill and people are like, shut up and just making fun of him now, which is the should be the people on his side and then the people that are against him are like even more crazy and ravenous and nuts than ever and wait what was the other thing oh yeah the jeremy clarkson thing he put out an apology and harry and megan were like we do not accept your apology in a statement to people and i was like guys just stop like they're just too online they're chronically online so what was he apologizing for oh have you not seen it no. Oh, it's so fucked up. He wrote this, like, disgusting column for the sun. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have said that. I just didn't know who that guy was. Yeah, yeah I put it in our doc a while ago to be like, let's talk about this vile man because in the cut wrote a piece, which is where I saw it. And he was just saying really, like, hate us and say, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't accept his apology either. I get it. But I'm like, just have a dignified <laughs> silence, like saying through yeah, people, say through people, stop. Yeah, through people magazine. <laughs> Put it on archwell.com at the very least. <laughs> put it on the put it on the reimagined TIG. Yeah, exactly. That would have been a great I can't believe those two haven't returned to social media the more I think about it. Megan is chomping at the bit. But how why haven't they then? I think because it didn't it seems... land that well. I think she thought when she mentioned it to the cut that it would create a kind of movement of like, please come back on social media. And she was mocked for it, so maybe she's just gonna wait i would have thought she'd launched it with the podcast Mm. i also want to take a second to talk about your um gorgeous attire i know i'm very jealous she's in Qantas pjs Qantas branded pjs yeah this was my christmas gift to myself i don't know if we've talked about this on the pod i what was your christmas gift to yourself i flew back on christmas day to australia and i was upgraded to business have I not told you this? No. Oh, my God. I swear we talked about it. How? Because I I have, like, I'm, like, gold status frequent flyer from mm-hmm. all our work trips. And so they chic. just they just mm-hmm. kept it through COVID. But I don't have any points. It's, like, $2,000 bag, no cash in your purse vibes. Mm-hmm. And they basically had a reward. They have, like, one. They have reward seats every thing. So when I was booking my flight. It was really expensive. And then there was like one business reward seat, which was like 100,000 points, which is nothing. Um, So I booked it. That's so incredible. I know. So that my whole Christmas day, I got there at like 10 a.m., went to the lounge, had a nice breakfast, got on the plane, and I ate and drank like a fucking king, like a beast for 16 hours and then landed. And it, was, it wasn't Christmas anymore. I got these pajamas. That's the best Christmas ever. I honestly would rather spend Christmas in business class than Christmas with my family. Yeah, it's, it's how everyone <laughs> should spend Christmas. I was, it was my favorite day. I drank so much, watched a bunch of movies. Similarly, Amar just flew it for the first time ever. I was like, I really peaked age 23 yeah. <laughs> through all these work trips. Yeah. I doubt I'll ever fly again. And he's like just getting into flying it mm. and um, flew it back to London. And it was just, it was like just this funny thing having, hearing someone's like firsthand experience of experiencing it for the first time. I was just like, text me 
through every second of it. It's so special. And then I was like, maybe I'll just do it again on the way back. <laughs> and it was like 10000 yeah. Australian dollars. I know, it's so cursed. <sighs> if I could get paid in Qantas points, I would. That's why there's honestly such a such a incentive for working at the airport because I think if you work at the I think if you just work at the airport you don't actually have to be a flight attendant you get free flights and like upgrades and stuff my granddad worked for British Airways for like 40 years and they him and my grandma flew like business class and first class all around the world yeah why the fuck do we do anything else I know I'm gonna become a pilot (laughs) I'm gonna retrain You know what's actually so scary is when you see pilots, when you suddenly get a glimpse in the cockpit and the pilots are like 21 because we're old now. Yeah, yes. And they're just young trainees. I'm like, no. Not to boast, but I was 1A on the flight. I don't even know how that happened. I was like, God is just smiling down on me and wants me to have this special treat on his birthday. And the pilot just opened the door and he was like right there. And I was like, this is scary. I could hijack this plane if I wanted to. <laughs> was he old or young? He was like thirty, yeah, which is super young. Young, <laughs> too young. Terrifyingly to young. A plane. Um, maybe he was older, and I had like a really chatty flight attendant. And after about an hour, I was like, enough. God, no one wants too to have chatting. Halfway through, sorry, this is the last thing I'll say because it's the most special thing that's ever happened to me, which was halfway through the flight. I was like, I'm a bit hungry. And I swear to God, this woman just walked past me and was like, would you like a grilled cheese sandwich? And it was just on a plate. And I think she just made too many. So special. And I was like, yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) My God, that's so nice. I know. It's really, it's, it's something everyone like should be able to try at some point. I mean, it just, economy just shouldn't exist. Because everyone should be able to try business at some point in their lives. And it's like people like us who, I mean, you're now getting, you got that obviously because you had work points Mm -hmm. from flying it through work. I've been flying it through work and now I'm freelance and will never, likely ever, I mean, maybe if I do some sort of really good commission. I think you will. I can see it in your future. To manifest. Let's manifest, yeah. It's just insane how expensive they are. And they've gone up, like, so much. I know. Not that I could ever afford it anyway, but it's still more depressing. It's kind of nice when it's so far out of your out of the way that you can't even, like... Think about it, yeah. Sell clothes for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it is stupid, like, it's such a momentary... You know, that's why I always think even if I had a lot of money, like, 10 grand on a 15-hour t- yeah. flight just seems insane. But I guess you, that you just... you switch over to a certain amount of wealth where (laughs) that is just pocket change i wonder how many people themselves fly themselves versus businesses honestly i feel like it's i agree i think (laughs) it's points points upgrades yeah which is what i'm added and and like you said airline people that get it covered maybe like three rich people hmm hmm um, so a few weddings. Mazel tov, are in order. I totally miss that Kanye West got married to like a day ago. I've been <laughs> chronically offline. I know. He got married to an Australian girl from Melbourne. Yeah. Yeezy's architect, right? No, she's an architect. She's trained as an architect, but she just worked at Yeezy. Right. She's an employee. 
Like doing what? Something in like, I don't know. She's a woman of mystery. Someone said she worked as an architectural designer at Yeezy for several years. Ah, okay. Maybe my my facts are wrong. Architectural designer. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Bianca Sensori. Bianca Sensori. So he wrote a song, which I missed. I want to see if we have any mutuals. In December, Nothing. West released a track titled Sensori Overload. So this has been happening at least since December. <laughs> My God, I can't believe he was dating Julia Fox this time last year. And now he's dating. I mean, now he's married. So TMZ broke the story. I know I was looking for mutuals too, but she's taken all her social media down. The ones that are up are fake, I think. That's iconic. Um, Okay, so this is TMZ. Kanye West isn't just hanging around town with a mystery blonde. He's also married to her. They recently had a private ceremony to celebrate their love, TMZ has learned. Sources connected to the couple tell TMZ the woman is Bianca Sensori. She hails from Australia. Okay, this is the first sentence. Where does an architectural designer easy for several years? She's also been a brunette until switching things up. <laughs> She's also been a brunette until switching things up to the short blonde look we've recently seen. Our sources say Ye and Bianca recently had some sort of wedding ceremony, though it doesn't appear they filed a marriage certificate to make it legal, but they're both wearing wedding rings. Crazy. I'm desperate to know more details. I don't know if this is like him trying to get back at Kim, if this is just him in his current like state of things, as he's just doing things quite erratically, or if maybe... They have been, like, dating or had an affair for, like, years. We don't know. And this is finally true. Because apparently she was at, like, the Balenciaga show last season. Like, she's been at a lot of stuff around him, but everyone was just thought it was because she worked at Yeezy, which it probably was. He said in his song about her, and the Bible said, I can't have any more sex till marriage. Ooh. So maybe he's, like, doing it for... Christian reasons, <laughs> which would make sense. That do, that actually very Justin and Haley. Yeah, very Justin and Haley. I want to know. Kim uploaded like some cryptic Instagram stories that she deleted, like straight away afterwards. The day that he, the day that it was announced that he was married, she said something like, "I'm in my quiet girl era." Mm. Must be concerning for her because marriage is obviously like a if it is legally binding, it's like a financial thing for the Kardashians to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, so this page six article said, <laughs> um, the world was shocked by the news that Kanye Messett West had married one of his staffers, Bianca Sensori, but we know someone who won't be surprised, Kim Kardashian. Insiders say the former Mrs. West has long despised Sensori for no obvious mm, reason. I saw that. Unless that is, you know, she has suspected there was a certain frisson between Sensori and the rapper turned raving lunatic. Page six needs to calm down. Oh, my God. Kim hates her, said an insider. (laughs) (laughs) They probably have been hooking up for ages then. Yeah. That sounds... Sus. That all sounds correct. And now they've suddenly... I can't imagine Kanye West being married to an Australian. I know, and some like the Daily Mail in their usual heinous, hideous way 
went back through and found all these high school pictures of her, including in her school uniform in her yearbook, and she just looks like a completely different slash normal Aussie girl, and she would just be... I was just thinking oh about Kanye West looking at those pictures and just laughing. Based on her LinkedIn profile. <laughs> oh, so funny. And they've been at the Waldorf in Beverly Hills having lunch. I think I sat at that exact table because I had a work dinner there when I was in LA and it was in that corner booth. And then when I looked up, I mean, hard to tell from the picture, but. Oh my God. Could have been you. You could have been the Australian girl. I know. Sliding doors. Me. <laughs> but I like when they've been. Kim hates then. her about you. Kim hate. Kim's always hated her. You'd be so upset if, if Kim hated you, wouldn't you? I'd be so upset. I'd be like Julia Fox doing a revisionist history saying I dated Kanye to get him off Kim's back. <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> Um, according okay. to the Daily Mail, the pair went on a honeymoon to the Amangiri Resort in Utah. Okay. Um, what do you think's next? I don't know. I hope he just calms down. Kim did this interview, but I don't know when it actually came out. And she was crying and basically saying that she's I – th- I don't know if it's old or not. It was just served to me on TikTok. But basically just talking about how she's just trying to take the, the higher ground, like – because she, all she's thinking about is her kids. And she was just like, I don't want anything to be in the press of me saying anything bad about their dad mm-hmm. when they grow up. I just don't want that. And she was just like, but it has been really hard. And she was just like, I really just, uh, she was like, I can get through it and I'm okay. But I just feel for my family. And I was like, fucking hell, she's so strong and beautiful and brave. Yeah, she's literally the people's princess. She's the royal I just family. hope he calms down this this year. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But isn't he running for president? <laughs> The first lady, Bianca. <laughs> Please. I want him to, to win for Melania. that reason. Um, yeah. Okay. We'll be tracking Bianca's movements vaguely, I guess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. And then the next wedding I'm much more excited about, but there's even less information, which is yes. that Ashley Olsen got married. Yeah, she got married in at the end of December. Once again, I knew you were, you were so offline, you wouldn't see it. Um, but I don't know if we found out till like last week. Mm. And I think Dumois, did, Dumois had the goss. I've somehow gotten back into like watching all of their 
all of this shit. That's great. <laughs> Tell me. Good for the pod. Um, oh, okay. You want to know mm-hmm. who else got married? Oh, my God. You want to know who else got married? Who? <laughs> G-Flip and Chrishell. I believe it. Oh. Yeah, well, it's fucking true. Oh, that's – no, they, they actually got married? They got married. married like they've married. talked about it. No, oh. Dumois, but also have been had it confirmed through numerous sources close to the couple. Oh my god! Personally, who would have guessed? So some exciting weddings. We should rank them in order of like who will last the longest. Yeah. After this, so yeah, Ashley Olsen got married. Very chic. Obviously, we have seen nothing. Yeah. Is it Louis or Louis Eisner? I'm guessing. Louis? Louis, yeah. Louis? Eisner. Her long-term boyfriend, I didn't know that, but then when it said it was the the guy, the machete hype (laughs) guy, I was like, oh, yeah. Yes. (laughs) And apparently he's, they have, I read somewhere that they knew each other from like high school era through mutual friends and started dating like a few years ago, which I always like those stories. That's really cute. Specifics about the ceremony are unclear, but an insider told page six that it went late with 50 people or so total. That's so nice. How could you whittle everyone down to 50 people? 50 is so chic and like, we don't care. <laughs> it's really, 50 is an impossible number. It's either like 20 or 90. Mm. My friends were saying actually the other day that, that, that their wedding was 60 people, but their wedding was like a destination wedding. I don't know, but I'm still just like, that's crazy small. You're, you don't mind that you're offending some people with, with a 50. <laughs> yeah, offending heaps of people. Um, okay, they, he's an artist. Very chic. And he comes from like a rich family, obviously. <laughs> 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 always all these girlies all these cute fashion girlies just marry people so rich he's like exactly on paper so uh eisner's dad attorney eric eisner was once the president of the david geffen company and his mum was a west coast editor at american vogue i like cannot it's like this person was created by an ai bot to marry ashley olsen yeah that's crazy they I didn't even see that. Did you see that they appeared on a red carpet together in September? Yes. But it's a what very look boring like? look. He's cute. That's really funny that she was, when she was hiking with the machete and the drink and the backwards cap. It makes me like their relationship. I've just like skipped around now looking at the machete pick. Yeah, I love it. They, well, what do you think her dress was like? I was trying to think. I feel like it's either um, lace, like 1920s vintage, super Victorian-y lace, or really, really simple minimal. Yeah, hard to tell. I think, I think, hard to tell. I think simple and minimal is what my heart is saying. I'm like, what shoes is she wearing? Just strappy, strappy heels. Did she wear the row? Do you think anything? I think maybe she got it custom made. Yeah. I think it's 
the robot cost custom. Maybe? Or do you think she wore a big designer? I think it was something like very very rare. Like literally a 1900s vintage thing but cost $40,000 that was reworked by some fucking French tailor. I don't know. Something weird. And I feel like she wore something weird like a fur cape or like some weird shit that looked good on her but wouldn't look good on anyone else. Yeah, I can picture that. You really paint a picture with these wedding wedding dresses. Um, You should do a story. You should do like a um, children's book with illustrations on what Ashley Olsen's wedding looked like. That would be my dream. Any illustrators hit me up. And then I was just, it made me want to revisit Mary-Kate's wedding. And I was just shocked to discover that that sentence of party decor consisted of bowls and bowls filled with cigarettes and everyone smoked the whole night is literally the only sentence that's ever been written about that wedding. I know. They also had 50 guests. What's up with them? Party decor, bowls and bowls filled with cigarettes and everyone smoked the whole night. And that's all the source said who was there. <laughs> that's so jokes. The party decor. There was bowls and bowls of cigarettes at um, Chloe Sevigny's, wasn't there? Yes, probably. As well. Bowls yeah, and bowls. Bowls and bowls? Yeah, I saw some bowls <laughs> filled with ciggies. Uh, yeah, so in terms of weddings, favorite? Favorite of the three? Yeah. Mm, maybe G Flip and Chriselle. Yeah, I feel the same. <laughs> but kind of. I don't know what they wore, and I also can't believe that they didn't. They haven't posted anything. Same. But it feels off brand, considering wasn't Chriselle in fucking G Flip's music video like two minutes after they started dating? That's what makes me feel like it's not true, because I feel like they'd put it everywhere unless they've sold it to someone. I'm on her Instagram, and I. Can't see any. Oh, she's in Australia. She wrote Aussie vibes on her Instagram. Where did they get married in Australia? Why is she so cute? I'm so happy for Chriselle that it's like honestly the most random thing I've ever, ever encountered. Don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> How did these two even meet? Aussie vibes. Look how cute they are. Yeah, I really like them together. Show. Who would you date if you could date any one from a reality TV show, women only? Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> she would be my Liz I know, Willie. I know. Yeah, Lisa Vanderpump. Do you see Kyle put up some crazy selfie of her in a bikini the other day and now everyone's accusing her of using that? Ozempic. Yeah, she is like yeah. patient zero of Ozempic. It's insane. Is she? She yes. denied it. She's, she's nuts. She's having a mental breakdown because the tide's turned on her this season. Really? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know who I would date. I would date probably Kim. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is a correct answer okay. and it's Kim. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think that everyone will last for a long time, apart from Kanye and Bianca, who will break up next month. 
do you think I'm just curious like do you think if they've gotten married it's going to be like one of those Haley and Justin things where people are skeptical and don't think it's going to last and then they've gotten married because they're serious about marriage like that or do you think Kanye will just deny that they ever got married and it will just disappear in a month I think the latter although I wish I wish for the former I think it could be the former because he knows it'll piss off Kim <laughs> literally true I feel like he got married to true. piss her off yeah I wouldn't put it past him he could they or she could be pregnant I don't know I'm turning into like us weekly TMZ yeah um yeah I'm looking forward to some more Kardashian drama this year I think they're laying low because they're sitting on some planned scandals that we're gonna eat up True, nothing much has happened recently. Except I do hate to see that Tristan Thompson is still so much a part of their, like, family. Kim and Chloe and some of the others went to his mum's funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I know that the funeral's sad, but I'm just like, you don't need your ex-girlfriend's sisters at your mum's funeral. That's really funny. You're a cheating freak. A scoundrel. I know. I need I need something else to happen. They're kind of running out of shit. They're in a bit of a dip. Yeah, it's because they've got two boring young ones. Yeah, Kendall needs to step up now and she just won't. I can feel it. No, she just she can't. <laughs> She's, she doesn't have she it can't. in her. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on to Lucky Girl Syndrome. Yes. Which has been all over TikTok, all over the internet recently. Um, and it's basically, it's basically social media, you know, jumping on New Year's resolutions. And instead of this year having New Year's resolutions, this girl called Laura Galib, Galib, Galibi, Galib, um, basically said that instead everyone should just start saying, I'm so lucky, I'm so lucky, I'm one of the luckiest people I know and everything works out for me. And her video went completely viral. So just kind of like this manifestation technique but in this really funny way, which actually reminds me of my mum who loves to manifest and whose password on her computer was I am rich. But she didn't mean like financially, she meant like rich with like, yeah. like abundance of things. And my stepbrother thought she meant rich financially and thought she was, like, really up, um, really horrible. Oh, my God. And I was like, no. Exhibit she's A. She's, like, a fucking hippie. In the court. That is beautiful of Donna. I know. She meant with love and health and wealth and happiness. It's like, I am lucky. She was the, she was the OG, I am lucky. I do think she needs to get on TikTok because they've become really obsessed with like energy healers on TikTok. And there's this woman who has a complete chokehold on me. And whenever she comes up, I just like let her do her thing, no matter how long it takes. And she just does a lot of like hand movements and like pulling, pulling energy out. And I just think Donna should be capitalizing on it. I know. I said to her that I was like, you should do Reiki. Um, You should do distance reiki like charge people for it and she was just like she was just at first she was like oh i don't know if i could do it through the screen then she was like yeah i guess i could i was like mom people who are like 23 are saying they're doing it through the screen Mm -hmm. let's pretend (laughs) (laughs) it's so like psychosomatic anyway it's about like concentrating you know what i mean 
It's just someone telling you, like, let go and pulling out your anxieties that like makes with reiki though they're like actually they're actually doing something like they've learned how to channel and harness your energy and move it around and like shift it around your body um but also it's so much about accepting the energy that they're giving to you so like on the the tiktoks that's what they'll be doing it's a little bit different okay i really want to get reiki yeah reiki's amazing reiki um yeah, so what do you think about lucky girl syndrome? Um, it's like all of these things. I when I first saw it, I liked it. I was like, I get it, it's cute. <laughs> I'm a lucky girl. <laughs> <laughs> you are a lucky girl. Look at your pajamas. I know. Um I I've seen like I think because I've seen quite a few of these style TikTok videos where people say, This is why I get addicted to TikTok and need a break, because there's so many videos that start with if you just do this one thing, everything in your life will be great. Um, and there was one I saw, which said, you know, the thing that completely changed my life was waking every day and saying something amazing is going to happen today or like this big thing, you know, it's just about, it's just a reframing of how you perceive what's happening in reality. It doesn't actually, I don't believe it changes. (laughs) It changes your situation in the sense of like changing your mindset changes your situation because you're able to see opportunities where if you're feeling negative, you only see like roadblocks you're able to appreciate things in your relationships which makes you happier like blah 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 it's the manifestation science again so i'm just like if it works for people great but um i don't know what necessarily makes lucky girl different to all this other stuff i know it's so crazy how it went so viral and in the original video she captions she captions the whole thing be delusional in capitals (laughs) And this writer on Refinery29 is just being like, oh, no, wait, wait, I don't actually know where this, oh, from ID, is being like, that's what Lucky Girl Syndrome is, peak delusion. Manifestations have been around for much longer than Lucky Girl Syndrome, as you say, and they're not inherently harmful. Um, <laughs> looking at our own reflections and telling ourselves positive things, I'm good, I'm kind, I'm beautiful, I'm enough, might have seemed chewy at first but they're a mainstream and accepted psychological technique. I know I need to manifest more just in terms of like, as you say, it's simple psychology. The law of attraction is the idea that if we're more positive, other people will just want to be around us more, which is obviously true. The theory of abundance dictates that being happy for others makes us happier ourselves. Journaling helps us process our emotions. And this person's like, it's straightforward, mundane. And I'm like, well, I... Yes, it is, but I'd forgotten all of these things. I feel like humans are so stupid. I, f- I think, honestly, in the process of our of us having our po- this podcast for as long as we've had it, I would have been like, I journal, I meditate, I like practice gratitude every six months, and then just forget again. I know, but it's it's hard to do it consistently because sometimes you just don't want to be in like a happy, chipper, positive <laughs> mood. Sometimes you want to be a slob, you know. That, for me, is very much dictated by alcohol. Yeah, I know. That's I hate massive. to be boring, but honestly. It's true. I think, like, the lu- I think that these TikTok things, like the lucky girl thing, I don't understand the cultural trend to, like, denigrate them or make fun of them or, like, pick apart why they're stupid or why they're not, you know, because it's just about, like you say, 
these little bite-sized, cute, sweet reminders of something that you kind of know to do anyway, and it almost romanticizes it and gets you in the mood to be doing it yourself in your own life again. You know, it's just about like shifting your, that's why gratitude journals are so amazing when you start using them. It's like shifting your perception because we live in a culture that is so focused on lack (laughs) and what we don't have and being dissatisfied because that's what capitalism runs off. And these little things that I literally think that's why we all struggle, like you say, to do meditation and journaling and all the things we know make us feel better because we live in a society that essentially tells us that stuff is bullshit all the time (laughs) and that we'll be happy if we get like a new car or a house or travel somewhere. I know. I know we feel like we don't have the time because we're too busy like spending money on new clothes. There was a interesting piece on Refinery29 which kind of points out the obvious the obvious criticism of it which is just being like and this writer saying I am on board she's this writer saying for full transparency I am on board with the idea of this and the idea of manifestation and the fact that it can work but then they're saying that it's no surprise that the like majority of people celebrating the power of being a lucky girl on TikTok a white thin and conventionally attractive And then just saying luck is supposed to be defined by chance rather than effort or ability, but chance doesn't exist in a vacuum. It doesn't operate solely on random possibility. Systemic biases, whether they work for you or against you, hold great power here. And then just talks about like, did you get the job because you're lucky or because people with Angelo names have a drastically higher chance of scoring interviews? Did you score free drinks because you're lucky or because you have pretty privilege, which Mm. we love to talk about, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Pretending that positive thoughts are the only reason that things go your way means you discount the very real factors that affect an individual's quality of life, which I think is something very important to remember because we can so easily forget how lucky, how lucky we are for the way that like society views, I don't know, just generally like white women, pretty women, young women, yeah, women who are educated, women who live in a nice area that's so true actually i feel like now i like look back and think about a lot of these girls and they're like i'm just so lucky and you're like yes you fucking (laughs) are bitch like (laughs) yes you won the genetic lottery exactly and you're like 21 like much harder to wake up and say i am so lucky when you like don't have a job or a a working like (laughs) double shift somewhere or just i don't know or, like, you don't have any money to pay rent. It'd be really hard to wake up in the morning and be like, I am lucky. That's so true. It's like delusion <laughs> privilege. <laughs> like, if you – like, to be delusional, you have to have, like, a bunch of mainstay things. Like, you have to not be that worried about money. You have to definitely have, like, secure housing. You have to definitely have, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, all of these things in order to be, like, living in a fantasy world where you get whatever you want. Or in order to just even be able to say – to even be able to like get your head in that headspace, even if it's like, even if you don't feel, because I think a lot of the time these manifest these techniques are used when you don't even feel that way. Like you might feel severely depressed or whatever, but it's a way to kind of try and change your headspace. But I think it's like to even have the ability to, because sometimes when I would be really depressed and I'd be trying to journal or like do, do gratitude, I, I, I was just like, this is impossible. Because mm-hmm. it was like name three things you're thankful for. And I was like, my brain just couldn't even, like, I was like, my brain couldn't even get there. I was like, there's nothing I'm thankful for. Or like, name three good things that happened today. And I'd be like, nothing good happened today. And it would make you worse. So it's like to just have that like, yeah, base level where you, uh, yeah, where you're like in a safe enough space to be delusional about being lucky or like to manifest it. 
is a privilege. So interesting. I think, yeah, I actually don't have anything else to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to pull something out. Yeah. Interesting. What are you, okay, so what are you manifesting for this year? Izzy told us that she was manifesting for a Jeep and then the Patreon girl sent us like seven links to a a Jeep that exploded and killed someone. Yeah, I I can't. I don't want a Jeep anymore. They're really cute. But I think I'm manifesting. Mm, I want to. (laughs) This is so boring. I just haven't thought about it. But like I just, the first word that came to my brain was like just focus Mm -hmm. because – I mean, honestly, fucking step one could be just like figuring out my ADHD a bit more, which would help me focus. But even just like focusing and having like really clear goals for the year, which I haven't done in a few years. I just haven't written down things I want to accomplish in this like proper way or or even had a goal in mind for things. Mm-hmm. And it's just like so abstract that you don't even feel like you're working towards anything if you just don't have like proper set in stone goals. And I think since going freelance, like your goals just shift and change so much that you just, it's not like I want to get a promotion. It's, it can be anything and anywhere. And it feels too open and confusing. So I feel like I want to focus this year and like really have like a strict schedule where I'm not just like fucking off to go to Pilates at midday on a Tuesday. Cause I feel like it yeah. and just be like, you actually just need to focus. Yes. What are you manifesting? That's a great one. I might copy yours. I haven't I haven't got anything in my brain yet that I'm manifesting, but I feel good about I feel good about what I'm not manifesting if that makes sense. <laughs> like I feel as if I've made a lot of interpersonal progress in terms of what I think a good life looks like. <laughs> That's very different to what it was like 5 years ago. And now I think I'm in this in-between stage of, okay, I'm not that worried about, like you say, things that aren't that relevant in terms of ticking off work things for the sake of thinking it looks good on paper and Mm -hmm. less worried about, I don't even know. I feel like my brain is just completely empty at the moment. It's like got space to be filled with something else. Yeah. I'm like, I just want to have a nice day-to-day existence, like feel good when I wake up. Yeah, I agree. Be pleased. I think we should all, imagine if we all at once just did like a mass exodus off social media. Because I mean, I'm like, I think me and you are pretty good with it in terms of just not in terms of like actively knowing what it does to us and I know this is the most boring conversation ever but still I'll find myself like still just scrolling and thinking that it's not affecting me because I'm in a good headspace but then like three days later I might be in a bad headspace and remember this thing I've seen and it can just be like anything Mm -hmm. it can literally be like people are in the snow and I haven't been to like it's just and I haven't been to the snow in years or like mm-hmm. I'm away from my family and I'll see families together or like you'll see some friends together and you weren't invited and then or like or it could be work stuff or it could be just I don't know and I and I'm just like maybe now is the time to say goodbye to that and then also just forge the relationships in the real world which is so much nicer anyway exactly I know I know we all 
We're all going to look back on this period and just be like, that was so embarrassing the last five it's years. It's a waste of our time. <laughs> yeah, a waste of time, waste of money. Like, I think we all just turned into like a monolithic blob of all thinking that we liked the same shit <laughs> and cared about the same shit and wanted to dress the same. I don't know, even like restaurant culture. I'm like, that was such a huge fucking part of being on social media. Like you'd see someone go to a restaurant, so you'd be like, I need to go to that restaurant. And I'm like, how much now do I actually think about needing to go to a specific restaurant versus like, I'm going to go out to dinner because I'm doing something else and I'm going to search around for one to go to, you know? Yeah. I mean, I love going to restaurants, but not because I've seen people going to them. Like I love going to like really good restaurants, but not because it's other people will see me there or because other people have been there, which is different, I think. Yeah, 100% different. And it's nice to, like, get reacquainted with who you are and what your interests are and what you like doing or are interested in doing, like you just said, um, outside of social media. Because then for you, like, I love eating out. I love being across restaurants. I love thing. I love this place. You know, it's just it's just nice. <laughs> it's like stepping out of a Yeah, it's just, like, a cult. cute thing to do. I love my favorite thing in the world is being on Google Maps and, like, searching for for random restaurants with good reviews. <laughs> Well, yes. like scrolling eaterless and just looking through. I, I went on this eaterless the other day of the best pancakes in LA and I've been like working my way through it. Any hot tips? Um, okay, so there's a place called the Original Pantry in downtown, which does insane pancakes. And then the person who we were in line with, the guy, the woman was a psychic, but I think she was a fraud. Mm-hmm. And her husband were telling us all these other spots for like, yeah, the sorry, the Original Pantry Cafe. Is where the pancake. But what's so insane about diners here, Grace? Diner culture here. You fucking. I mean, I know you've been here and stuff, but like, I haven't actually been to that many diners, the way I have been here now. And it's like this culture is it. It's like you go to a diner, you sit down, you order like, literally scrambled eggs, with what did I get? It was like. I don't know, whatever. Scrambled eggs, sourdough stuff, and everything comes with pancakes. There's just like a pancake on the table. Everyone's eating pancakes. You eat your scrambled eggs with your pancakes. And then the coffee, they walk around, they fill it up the whole time. The whole table's full of food. It's so insane. It's so cheap. You sit there all day. There are also like diners open all night. There's one called House of Pies in Los Feliz where you go and you can eat anything. You can eat like dinner. You can eat breakfast. You can eat lunch. You can eat dinner. It's open till 2 in the morning. It was um, 24 hours until recently and they bake fresh baked pies so we went there at like 2 in the morning and got a pecan pie <gasps> I'm just like this is why is everything else shut so early and why is everything else about small plates and being really fancy and eating anchovies I complete oh my god that is I remember I was in downtown LA like 8 years ago and just been out drinking and similar thing at like midnight or 1 in the morning we went into a diner and I got a stack of pancakes a plate of crispy bacon and a plate of cut up strawberries, a bowl of cut up strawberries yes, and filter coffee. And I was like, this is the literally my death row meal. This is the best meal I've ever had. I think about it all yes. the time. That's, that's what I've been eating this whole uh, time. I've been here, Grace. So every way. single time we go out drinking, it was like, I'm looking at my photo now, scrambled eggs with roast, with side of potatoes, like roast potatoes yes. and then pancakes. And then we have bacon on the table and French toast. That's it that's that's it that's it that is it um okay oh and also if you want if you guys are not about the diner life then little doms which is where james corden screamed at them for not being open in their closing hours insane ricotta pancakes they're the ones i 
threw up on the street. Patreon remember, <laughs> Patreon subscribers will remember. After eating them, not because of the pancakes, but because of my hangover. I'm so excited to come and do a big pancake diner hopping tour of the West Coast. Um, okay, we must go. Bye, guys. Bye, girlies. Love you. Love you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.